Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Rolling Stones or Rolling Rock? Maroon 5 or Eve 6? And finally, Swamp Thing or Swamp Ass? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these <laughs> questions and more. My name's Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Qualified Nonsense. We want to open (laughs) things up by letting you get to know us a little better by sharing one or two good things we've consumed recently. Uh, we always start with Jake. Matt, what did you enjoy this past week? Oh, damn it. I was literally scrambling. I'm gotcha. sorry. Can you just go? Gotcha. Uh, this, Jake, is the, this is the one. What did you enjoy this I past week? Them. Can you ask Matt? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been listening to um, a an album. I, 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 it's a 45, so there's two songs on it. It's the T-H-E-E. Lake Siders. Um, they've got two tracks on this particular album. Um, one's in Spanish, one's in English. It's from Big Crown Records in Brooklyn, New York, and I highly recommend it. It's really great, um, fun music, and it's you know it's always fun to play vinyls if you have a um, a record player. So check them out. They're called the Lake Siders, and um, and it's only like twelve bucks uh, from Big Crown Records in Brooklyn. So. Um, uh, it really, really peppy, fun music. Cool. Bop, bop, bop. Matt? Got one. Uh, I made my first bracket this year. And I know this episode might be a bit dated, but, uh, that's what I did this week. And, uh, there were a lot of upsets. So my bracket got busted in the first round, but it was fun. Is it, this is sports, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is March Madness. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, March Madness. Uh, and like it was the first year that, well, one of the first years that UNC wasn't actually in it. They suck so bad that they didn't get in it. And that's the only team I have loyalty to because my wife uh, went to UNC undergrad and med school and spent most of her life in Raleigh. Um, outside of that, I just pick them because they have either a funny mascot or... They were supposed to win, and they didn't. So get well, fucked. Get fucked. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the last why, time I make a um, bracket. <laughs> why do uh, why are, are brackets um, so associated? Why with... do you uh, play the basketball? <laughs> <laughs> no. Why, why, are, why are brackets so uh, associated with college basketball and not any other sport? Like, why do people? Uh, why is it so it seems like it's mostly related to college basketball and not any other sport? Well, no, bracketing is like, I mean, drag racing. Uh, it's that's that's how you know you won. Right. Is is this whole tree of, of brackets. But are you asking, like, why is this the most popular or why is it? the? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a lot of people do it. Like, I know, like Barack Obama comes out with his bracket every year and all, you know, a bunch of people do it. And there's like, do you office. want like an overly politicized answer or do you want? Uh, just like why I think I, I just want to why why do you guys think that college basketball is where people predominantly do brackets for fun I have zero fucking clue and like we grew up in an area that sport like college basketball is not necessarily a thing out here it's not what we hold our hat on but in the Midwest and East Coast good lord they lose their minds over it over there it's like going to church for them so I think that's why like a good a good section of the country has their Friday night lights, which is college basketball, and they get them all together for this massive tournament and it just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. But you could also look at it that it's just the it's just the man trying to suck more money out of. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where he's going with this. But it, I mean, you don't hear people like, oh, uh, I just put together my office uh ncaa football bracket or you know baseball bracket or you know i I think it's also like the time as to when this tournament happens it happens like over the course of a very short period of time and there's so many colleges 
that they yeah. have to cram it all in. Um, and is it teams or players? Teams. Okay, teams. Oh man, you then... really don't know anything about this, right? No, because there's <laughs> also fantasy football, which is players, right? You live, you live in North, you live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Now you live in the triangle. I live in Durham. Also, I could not oh, give a shit. Oh, I just you so exhausting. If you're gonna spend any more time there, you're gonna have to at least know about it, though. Yeah, but you're assuming that I'm going outside and making friends. <clears throat> there again is where we differ, Matthew. Hmm. The well, odds of ha- having a perfect bracket are one in nine point two quintillion. Is that is that is that worse than winning the lottery? Yeah, what? you're more likely to quintillion. Yeah, you're more likely to die an excruciating death by vending machine, become president, win the Mega Millions jackpot, or die from incorrectly using products made for right-handed people if you're a lefty. (laughs) Well, thank God we're not (laughs) left-handed. That's pretty pretty funny. Sorry to take us on a little tangent, but... um, uh, my Also, to answer your other question, Jake... Mm. Swamp thing or swamp ass? I'm mm. tub thumping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll be seeing. No, nobody. I'm sure. I can't knock I down. down. But what I does that have again? to do with swamp ass or swamp thing? Ah, never mind. I don't know. To me, it seemed yeah, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of uh, comic. Fine, Maroon, Maroon 5. I'll select Maroon 5. Team 6 <laughs> Boy, <laughs> God. Um, no, to me, they just sounded similar. Oh, I got it. No, my uh, thing I enjoyed this week was uh, I, I read a uh, comic book adaptation of the movie Creep Show. It's a movie from 1982. There was a comic book uh, written about the movie by uh, Stephen King wrote the comic book adaptation also and so uh, it was fun a fun little thing <clears throat> do you have a comic book store that you go to uh the um libby app through the library um i just get oh. the stuff on my kindle nice yeah is that where you also we i mean we previously talked about being able to rent kitchen appliances from <laughs> do you rent a comic book and like a waffle iron at the same time? <laughs> I suppose I could, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I never read comics without a waffle iron. <laughs> yeah. You just need a big stack of waffles while reading comics. Mm, Get the pages all sticky. I mean and then <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Turn turn the comic book back into the, into the like also sticky pages. If my mom is listening, we wouldn't do that, mom. <laughs> we wouldn't do that. Be like, what? It was a very graphic novel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was a very graphic novel. It was hentai. What did you expect? Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many tentacles everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I got it for the story. Uh, well, well, we're off track very early on in this mm-hmm. episode. Sorry, that, I probably led the I led the uh, charge on that one. Well, why don't we uh, go clean up it's our robot. comic books and take a, <laughs> a little break? <laughs> uh, no. We'll be right back. Oh, hey there. Do you enjoy exciting things like aerial dancing and circus performances? Well, if you're in the Portland metropolitan area, hot darn, you're in luck. This episode of Qualified Nonsense is brought to you by AWOL Dance Collective, whose youth company is putting on their spring performance, Yellow Brick Road. Aerial dance, circus, Oz reference, that's right, and don't worry, there's more. The AWOL Arrows present Yellow Brick Road, a Wizard of Oz-inspired performance featuring fabrics, lyras, trapezes, and slings. You can see this young, talented crew performing four shows April 21st through 23rd. Visit awoldance.org, that's A-W-O-L, dance.org, to get your tickets and find out more about the collective. They have events and workshops, as well as some great stuff on their socials. So check them out, drop some likes, and some love. 
So again, April 21st through 23rd, you can see the AWOL Arrows present Yellow Brick Road. Get tickets at awoldance.org. That's A-W-O-L dance.org. Supporting them supports us, but more importantly, supporting them supports them. So check them out, and we hope to see you there. Welcome back. If you'd like your question, <laughs> comment, or Craigslist ad to sell a set of slightly used, uh, still under manufacturer's warranty snow tires, read on the show, <laughs> drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. Our first question comes to us from uh, last week's uh, questioner, Rebecca. Rebecca, welcome back. Thanks for asking another question. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. Uh, Rebecca writes, hello again, longtime listener, second time contributor. I've been experiencing an office bully, and I was wondering how slash what you all do in these kinds of situations. The major offense of this bully, we can call him Bill, is that he cannot stay in his lane. He's consistent or constantly sending multi-paragraph emails outlining how he would do my job with a disclaimer at the end that, quote, this is my opinion and you can do what you want. However, these emails are not sent directly to me from him. Instead, Bill includes both internal to our department supervisors as well as external department users that are involved in the process. It takes uh, it takes his helpful thoughts and makes uh, makes them areas that I then have to answer to my supervisor and external department users if I do not agree. Bill and I get along pretty well when we are face-to-face, and I feel like he is empowered to do this when he is working late at night, not required by our positions, and remotely, which is most of how we work. Interested in your thoughts on this issue, I've been avoiding Bill and he has been avoiding me unless he is throwing his weight around via email and, in quotes, helpfully sharing his opinions. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Bill, Bill's kind of a dick. Um, I would, I guess I'd be curious first, like, are you guys counterparts or are you? It yeah, kind of sounds I, like is there, it. Yeah, the positional power is always a tricky thing. So depending on where they are in their like the structure of the organization, that can be really tough. Um, But it sounds like you've got a case to take. I don't know how substantial your HR is, but I I feel like this would be able to be taken to HR to to sort of squash it. That might be a little bit of a of a. an extreme approach, but like, fuck this guy. And, and he is out of his lane and he's making you look bad in front of other people. Like, fuck this guy Mm -hmm. all the way. And he's, and he's doing it because he's a man and he's a piece of shit. So like, fuck him. It is a bit of a tattle. Like it's a tattletale, especially when you say he's consistently sending multi-paragraph emails outlining how he would do my job with a disclaimer at the end. But this is just my opinion. You can do whatever. Like you can even say it out loud. Yeah. Fuck. You you know, he's like, Hey, you know, I, I'm just saying is all uh, like, yeah, I, no. I've worked with these people uh, back in the old corporate days. And if, if I was trying to like see it from their side at all, it would be a lack of understanding on how to get a proper promotion. Because what I think he's trying to do in his mind is show these departments that he's also CCing on these emails, how he would do that. But he's not staying in his lane in the fact of like, hey, first of all, it's not uh, it's not a, a quarterly or six month or yearly review. You're not checking in with those department heads. You know what, Bill, like if Bill really wanted to do this, he could actually schedule meetings with these departments and say, hey, you know, I would just like to bring to your attention that this is how I would do it. He can more than definitely do that. But to send to send emails with you on them to other departments is uh, it's a bit passive. Yeah, I, uh, I I do work with people who um, they are very nice in person, uh, talking to them one on one over the phone or whatever. It was really nice and pleasant. But then through email, it's I don't know if something is lost in translation, but they just come off as huge a-holes. And um, it, it does, uh, especially if they're like, pointing out something that you you may have done wrong or something that should have been done differently or whatever uh 
but then in person it's fine I, I think it is kind of classic bully behavior and i i would say you know mo- most most bully bullies tend to um you know uh, most bullies are cowards so if you stand up to them they're gonna shrink and i, I would say maybe fight fire with fire you could always respond uh to the email saying uh and you know reply all saying thanks for your feedback um this is uh unnecessary and i'd prefer if you uh brought this feedback to me face to face or something like that like you can yeah i agree with brandon yeah i I think there's a there's a way that you can respond and and in kind put him in his place with his group the group of his friends that he put on the email um and and say exactly that or you can um uh i don't know what the supervisor situation is but you can engage their supervisor and say that something is making you uncomfortable which it clearly is um and i think that you're totally in the right that it doesn't matter it, your your job is not to educate this person on how what like cordial behavior is in the business place. Like that's not your that's not your job. So like you can take it up with him, but like take it up with the supervisor, make his supervisor deal with that behavior because it's a that's a shitty behavior and it's at the expense of you and that's fucked up. I would be cautious uh, as much as I want to say fight fire with fire. I would be cautious about doing the reply all um, just because I don't know your management structure Fair. and if you've had any conversations with them about succession planning or anything like that if you have if you're vying for a you know advancement career advancement uh i i would just stay cautious with that however if you're not i would reply all and say um you know this is my position and this is my opinion of how we should do the job and then go to your managers and be like hey there's an email in your inbox and this is how it makes me feel but again, if you're, you know, if you're trying to be as professional as you possibly can and you do have career advancement goals, I would, and as, as dumb as it is, I would take the path of least resistance and just go to your HR, um, but also let your, let your direct reports know that you're going to be doing this because this has been going on. But I would also group all those emails up together and have them ready to be sent off just because you know that they're going to be asked for. Yeah, build yourself a little case. Well, and, and everything. And then is. when you and then when you meet Bill face to face outside, say, "Meet me at the fucking fire pole." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And hang his ass out to dry, literally. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sack tap him. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, HR doesn't control the outside of the building. Nice, uh, nice. Let's go. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, it's. I think we've all kind of existed in an office setting at this point uh, in our lives at some point. And I mean, I know there were, there were several when me and Brandon worked together at the bank um, in, in to some varying degrees. Like there was a lady who absolutely everybody wanted to get fired because she conveniently needed to take the entire summer off every single year because she conveniently had a surgery planned. Um, we'll call her Tracy. Even though that's not her name. Uh, but like, I know all management just wanted her fired and she was just like the source of resentment and she was this negative energy on a team and nobody could have fun until one year she filled out her FMLA paperwork wrong and then they were able to can her. Um, but she was also the person that would be like, I've been here for 15 years and just so you know, this is how we should be doing this. And I was like, yeah, well, sometimes SOPs change based off of the generation you're living in. So uh, I don't know. I I think we've all kind of experienced this to some degree or another, but try to be as diplomatic as you can with it because I've seen both sides. Like I've seen people just like bite at it. And then I've seen people play the game. And usually if you play the game, it, it works out for you. I I think um, one way to tackle it uh, slightly head on rather than going to HR, because I think that kind of, makes it more of a thing but I, I think if you just go to your direct supervisor or your boss and just as long as you have a you know good relationship with them and feel comfortable doing this of course uh just say uh listen like i i know you see these emails and um 
Yeah, I feel like he's purposefully calling me out in front of everybody and trying to undermine me and uh, question my decision making. And I, I, you know, it's making me feel frustrated. And um, is it possible that you can chat with his boss or you can have a chat with him directly about uh, how he conducts himself in the future? You know, something like that, like to where it's not really like you're trying to you're suggesting you're suggesting like peer mediating as much as you can. Yeah, kind of. I I would agree with that to a certain degree, but especially like in this day and age, you. I mean, if the, HR, the job if of if a HR manager... doesn't know they can't. If HR doesn't know they can't help you, and I I feel like HR has always been kind of revered as, uh, oh, go tattle or go tell on them, but it's it's really a CYA thing. Well, I mean, the job of a manager is to manage the workforce and if there's an issue in the workforce that's assuming that manager is doing their job right isn't one of the Mm -hmm. common consensuses with having a manager is that that manager never really does what they're supposed to yeah unfortunately even in like fortune 500 companies that i've worked for hr is a bunch of crackpots also so you, you run a risk i mean realistically rebecca you run a risk any way you go with this but i think if you bring the data and if you have conviction, which you do, and um, and you are in the right, um, at least know that. So even if you get um, bad press over this or bad, you know, if you get some sort of like um, retaliation from this, know that um, we three here are on your side <laughs> at the very least. That doesn't do much for you, but you got a good old fashioned lawsuit. And we have your, uh, we have your question here sitting in front of us. We'll yeah. Take it to and court. I, honestly, I can't help, but I, you know, I don't know bill, but, but I, I have a, I have a manager and I've had a manager for seven odd years. That's uh, identifies themselves as a, a female. And I see the sort of shit she has to deal with day in and day out. And I can't help but notice that Bill is doing this to you. And I'd be curious if he does this to anyone else, specifically any of any of their male colleagues. And I think this is classic misogyny behavior also. So for what it's worth, like, fuck this guy. I just burn it down. Yeah. Burn I, it I'm, down. I was also thinking uh, kind of to, to what Jake just said that, he, he may be doing it to others. And, you know, if you do have uh, friends at, at work, you might want to talk to them about it. Say, hey, um, you know, just say, oh, man, uh, Bill's being so annoying. Like he keeps sending me these emails and blah, blah, blah. Maybe they'll say, yeah, he does that to me, too. And, you know, <laughs> it. it, it oh, yeah. Just pitchfork him. Like pitchfork him out of the office. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck Bill. It could be that. Yeah, he's. Um, a lot of people have tr- problems with Bill, and you know, you you would be a hero for <laughs> standing up to him. So, yeah, I mean, chances it? are that this this is not the f- first occurrence where he's like, "Well, I'll just try this out and see if it works." He's yeah. probably- he he just kind of sounds like one of those people who has probably been in their position for a really long time and is very set in his ways. And I mean, I mean, I'm making yeah, a lot of assumptions about this uh, stranger that I don't know. But Chances are you're young and threatening. Yeah. Chances are he's a piece of shit. Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah. Get a, get a, get a dish towel, <laughs> shove it in his gas tank of his car, light that on fire. And then he'll have a tough time getting to work. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll just go away. <laughs> Um, I uh, yep. the, the qualified nonsense <laughs> podcast does not advocate murdering uh, of coworkers. <laughs> I didn't say murder. No, 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 I didn't we never say said murder. murder. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. We said Brandon. we said we said light destruction of property. <laughs> yeah, which is like that. Ga- that it that's found its way right? into the we gas. We do not tank. condone or encourage uh, destruction uh, of property. Okay, <laughs> the I guess arson is not uh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're spot- yeah. I guess take it to HR then. Yeah qualified buzzkill jesus <laughs> why i like that need to read the uh, uh what is it the little mission statement oh yeah <laughs> oh god that was recorded ages ago nobody listens to that uh, it's How in every it episode they hit that little fast forward 15 second button nobody <laughs> listens to that that's we should we should vary it up then you should you should do like little 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 
We should put it in there twice. So when people hit it, they're like, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha, motherfucker. You thought you could escape me? Anyway, Rebecca, go ahead and send us your email communications and we'll read them out loud on the air. If you can get that guy's personal email, send it mm-hmm. to Qualified Nonsense. We'll we'll get to work. Ooh, you know what we could do? We could be like one of those morning shows where uh, send us Bill's number and we'll call and fake fire him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, is this uh hey Bill? Hey, this is uh Brandon from HR. Uh, Billy, you know what's up? Your services are no longer needed here. Turns out Rebecca got the best of you. <laughs> She's better than you. <laughs> Oh, and she got a raise. Later, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would say like it is like I mean we yes we joke and and try to try to laugh it off, but uh, I think e- even even men have been in in that position before. Mm-hmm. That it's you, you you have somebody that's in a position of power, and they have either been there for a long time. They want to make sure that their position's secured and for whatever reason. And you know what? Like uh, looking back on, on the, on the, like the office jobs that I've had, if that's what that person needs to feel good about themselves, that's really sad first of all, but it should not be, it should not be the detriment of your career because yeah, it shouldn't be at your it, expense. It's, it's work, right? We spend an eighth of our life in the office with these people or virtually spending with these people. Like you should enjoy the people that you work with. So while I agree, try to peer mediate it to, to a certain extent, cover your ass, like definitely put HR in it. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Make sure you you're, you're like saving all the emails that he's sending you. Don't delete them. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you work for, I mean, even a publicly traded company or a government agency, like I'd, I'd hope that they all have, I'd hope that they all have your best interest. So let us know how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, We'll see Bill on the unemployment line. Well, hopefully we won't. I don't want to be <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see him there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I kind of do. I kind of do. <laughs> well, best of luck, Rebecca. Let us know how it goes. Our next question comes to us from Dixie Normus from Post Falls, <laughs> Idaho. Wait a second. <laughs> Tell me you want to be anonymous without telling me you want to be anonymous. Or enormous. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dixie writes, "Hey guys, you you've mentioned your uh, approach. Uh, let me start that over. You've mentioned you're approaching your forties, as am I. Lately, I've been struggling with the approaching midlife crisis and adopting the YOLO mentality. I feel like mm. mortality is uh, something thought about with more frequency, and there's plenty I want to experience and see." I have a family and a full-time career, much like you all, so trying to compromise has been a challenge. Am I the only one who's struggling with this? Hmm. Thank you for the question, Mr. and Mrs. Normus. (laughs) (laughs) Or Ms. They Normus. Um, They Normus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a great question. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but yeah, likewise. I, I, uh, for in, our in older previous... listeners, YOLO means you only live once. For... <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, Brandon. Yes. No, wait, you Thank guys, you. didn't you guys already talk about afterlife? No, that was last episode. That was last <laughs> week. And much like last week, we, uh, it was mentioned that we we're approaching our 20 year high school reunion. Right, so we're doxing gotta, ourselves really bad. Hey, last two episodes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Please. You continue. know, one thing that I've I've found interesting though is that we are hitting that um, we are hitting that age where we're starting to lose people that that we know or um, are friends with or acquaintances of. Uh, so yeah, I guess I I feel that that same. I don't want to say urge, but that same feeling as well like man we're getting we're getting we're we're almost 40 like what have what haven't i done yet that i want to that i want to do death is the last true adventure okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I mean, I'm getting on a plane in a couple of weeks, so actually by the time this airs. Yeah. I mean, uh, look at it this way, uh, Dixie. <laughs> it's my last will and testament. I mean, turning turning 40 or just aging in general is a lot better than the alternative. So... What's, yeah, the, but what's like, the alternative? Being Getting dead. younger? Oh, yeah, I dead. see. I was... Oh, okay. <laughs> but I... I don't I don't agree with that though because like you could say I'm getting older you'd rather but you be could also dead say, than old or... no I'm just saying like you're that's that's an acceptance of oh it's fine to get old because we're getting dead the quest like I, I feel like what's being asked is like what haven't you done is there are there things that you haven't done as you're approaching death door if you will this week I learned about uh passive suicidal ideation Jesus. <laughs> what what that is. It's like <laughs> well it's like <laughs> it's like I'm not going to actively like kill myself, but like if death comes knocking I'll be like Meh. <laughs> <laughs> That's All not... right. Come on in. Yeah. Well, I mean you have to. Right? That those are the only Well, two no, options. no, I think the difference Either you between, enter no, or it no, comes no. for you. Sure, 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 sure. But I mean like uh but as in as in you wouldn't actively like move out of the way of the falling boulder sort of thing. You would just be like, well, anyway, no, I, I would I definitely like, move. No, I, I, I just learned about what it was this week because I didn't know that that was a thing. You know, we actually we actually have uh, again, people we went to high school with that I actually look up to because of what they're doing. Um, one has uh a family of like five and a farm. And the other one is, I believe divorced and a single mother, uh, but they're best friends from high school. And every year they go on a trip together. And this year they went to India for, Oh, I think it was almost two weeks and they, they're travel buddies and they, they do these things. And last year they went to Paris and I can see the, the question of like, I have a full-time career um, so I'm trying to, trying to compromise, which has been a challenge. Is my the only strong that's struggling with this? I think that also goes back into like the self care category of if there's something that you want to do, you have to put time and emphasis and focus on doing it. Uh, but within the realms of taking care of your, you know, your family that you've created. But I also, I don't know. I also find it incredibly inspiring that they've taken this time and they say every single year. We are going to go do a thing that we've always wanted to do. And it's not like, oh, we're going to go to the Oregon coast. They're going to like India, Paris. They're traveling the world. I, 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 I think there's Karina and Karina and Vicky. If you guys listen to this, good on you. I do feel like, um, I don't know. This isn't really something I think about a lot. And I, I like, I, I know like you, you have Matt and I, I think you, you do this weighs heavy on your mind and i uh like the issue of like getting older um because i i mean i have noticed like not to put you on the spot or anything but you do mention it with frequency um because i want to be immortal (laughs) (laughs) and death um, death, i mean death is scary if you think about it like i don't know oh yeah i mean i guess like yeah you you do have like a family that um so do you. you? Well, sure, but I mean, you have little little kids, you know, kind of more to lose. Like my Yo, Brian, so do you? I've seen you pick up my kids and be like, "Who's my little baby?" Why you got to bring the kids into this? <laughs> uh, but kids I are mean, asleep. They don't know what's going on. Oh, aren't they cute when they sleep? I mean, I, I, I guess I, God, I, I don't really. Uh, I don't really feel this like a like a ex- existential sort of crisis. Um, I think you just well tell oh, us what it's like to have Brent, it all figured out, Brandon. Brent, oh, you're missing out you. every fucking night, dude. Every single night, going to bed with these thoughts, you're missing out, man. Um, oh man, yeah, you, you you need to be kept up more at night. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I, yeah, it's like death comes for us all, and uh, what? It's, <laughs> <laughs> you never know when it's gonna happen, and uh, maybe for you. 
Not for me. I'm putting my brain in a computer. Uh, <laughs> but, no. um, I do. I like. I do find it very fascinating, though, that some people think about this more more than others. Like, uh, because these are thoughts that I have quite frequently. It makes me question, like, well, what is it that you think about? You know, because that's mm-hmm. it, it occupies not all of my my time, but. It's one of those, like, I'll find myself sitting there and saying, like, oh, oh, this person did that thing. Oh, I'd like to do that. Or, oh, and maybe I'm just an envious person. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, I do feel like we are, um, I, I guess, yeah, you, you are, you know, still physically capable of doing most anything that you want to do. And uh, you should take advantage of that rather than, you know, being 80 and wishing you had climbed Mount Everest or whatever, you know. Um, exactly. Sure. Is there is there nothing in you your should... life that you're that you're that you think like I should probably do that in the near future because I know that I'm not going to be able to do it in the next 10 to 15? Um, I mean, nothing like the example I just gave. I don't really want to. No, I mean, I feel but, like that's pretty uh, dramatic, but no, but but uh, that it's symbolic, right? Like, like keeping in mind our 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 mental capacity could go to shit, our physical capacity wrong. could go to shit. Honestly, like, <laughs> are there are, is there something like, man, you know what? I don't know how many more years I'm going to have uh, to to walk around the entire city of Manhattan, and I want to go do that again. You know, is there is there nothing like that 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 exists? I mean, yeah, there there are things I'd like to do, but not like necessarily. Uh, while you know, I, I don't. I I guess I haven't really thought about it. Like, uh, while I physically can, it, that hasn't. You don't feel like it's a doomsday clock ticking or anything. No, I well, I mean, I don't feel that way about myself, but I do feel that that way about the world in general so for for our listeners if you listened last week we were talking about getting into like real questions and real answers that would happen at a uh at a um reunion like setting if brandon and matt hadn't been hanging out for the past 20 years these are the kind these are the same exact kind of conversations that they'd be having around a bar in uh where is it st john's no. Huh? Um, oh, Kanita. Kanita. <laughs> um, so so why to go to a reunion when you can listen to qualified nonsense? Because I, and actually I'm making it I'm I'm memeing, but I'm also serious because Matt, you are like 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 pressing it. You're like you're not you're like Brandon, you're not getting away with with like a meh sort of answer. <laughs> and I and I like this. Um No, but like like you just said last week though, Jake, it's a genuine like understanding i want to understand because for me it's one of those like absolutely i will sit there and say like well shit i don't know if i have 10 more years in me to go do that 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 you know fill Mm -hmm. it fill in the blank sure whatever it is and i just want to understand what it's like for somebody to to not be in that same mental capacity as me to be like nah, it's fine well i i think of like i i think there are a million examples of people who did things at an advanced age and I, I think age isn't really super limiting anymore you know you always hear about like people in their 80s getting their law degrees or like grandma moses became a art sensation when she was 80 or whatever or you know like but uh well i gotta disagree because i don't <laughs> think you always hear about that you hear about the that like that one example well, yeah, but those examples are sensationalized. So you think so you automatically think like that could be me. Or or rather you could. So Brandon, just... are you just holding out till you're 80 to really like pop off? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to interject for a minute. Um Matt, do you think that our having kids changes our perspective and or timeline no uh well no it good talk you guys go back (laughs) go back to it (laughs) i think it changes i I think it does for our nuclear family right so it's one of those like i want my kids to know this about me or i want my kids to do this with me i want but for me to be my own person 
my kids could care less right now if if I actually achieve that one thing that I've said in my the back of my mind, I only have 10 more years in my life to be able to do. Yeah, I guess I guess what I was asking is zooming out just slightly like <clears throat> and and uh, and oftentimes uh things go back to money and bank account sizes um which I don't want to you know focus too strongly on but like you and I um Matt we have um um significantly larger financial responsibilities having two kids each because colleges like we're already thinking about all of that shit um actively so so there's there's already limiters put on aspects of our life do you think that and brandon you can speak as a as a someone who doesn't have kids does that does that influence this conversation to me no like i i've i've gotten to and i i would say previously it used to because i was i was brought up in my nurture state to have security Mm-hmm. Right. Get a job, be at that job for 35 years, have a retirement, quit, die, whatever. Um, and I, I am, I am not there anymore. Like that is not my, my security blanket. It's, it's, if you have, if you have the means and you have the capacity, spend it on experiences because it could all be gone tomorrow. Like, and maybe that's just a very like dynamic mm-hmm. doomsday way of thinking, but and, and, you know, again, also, you could also say you can't take it with you, mm-hmm. but you could leave it behind. But I would like to think that my kids will be resourceful enough that, to say, like, all right, well, you left me with something, but not everything. I'm not going to leave my kids with everything. Yeah. Like, I'm just not because they have to live their life and I have to live mine. And maybe that's a selfish, shitty thing to say, but. Not necessarily. I mean, I, I, I do. I, I think I, I kind of, you know, get where you're coming from and that like time is the one thing that we can't buy. You know, it's like the most precious resource on the planet is time. And uh, we all have a finite amount of time and it is something that even, you know, the, the Musks and Bezoses of the world are trying to, you know, capture or go after that they can't you know um so i i do think that uh we shouldn't be wasting our time um if you're um if you do yeah uh to matt's point if you want to go to paris you should go if you want to go to india if or you know whatever i i think whatever whatever you want to do you you should do with your time as as of right now for me it's not something something that i i I am kind of uh i think i i tend to lean towards uh being a procrastinator to a certain extent so uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i think that uh i i i might be one of those people who maybe i will be like 60 and be like oh shit (laughs) but who knows all right well, I think we gleaned something out of this. Let's not wait. Let's schedule a trip. First qualified non-trip trip. Where are we going? What's our experience going to be? I mean, it's got to be a because we were place, we right? were previously asked when's the next time we're all going to meet up in That's a previous true. episode. Canada twenty twenty three. Hell yeah, June or July or whatever part of whatever. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it, baby. Um, yeah, where? Well, wait, yeah. I mean, this is not a lightning run uh, yet, but where, where, where would we? If we had our druthers, where would we go to meet all together, kumbaya style? Miami, somewhere in the middle, like Oklahoma. Ooh, yeah, somewhere <laughs> the, the somewhere, yeah, Nebraska. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd probably say we, me and Brandon, would pick you up right at East Coast. And we probably go to Europe somewhere. Yeah, we could do that. What about or, what about like rural Alaska? That I would I could fuck with for sure. Or like uh, the yeah the Canadian territories like the Yukon or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or 
they make a documentary about our disappearance (laughs) (laughs) speaking of the yukon have you heard about that bar in the yukon where they have like a guy who his toe uh, fell off from a uh, frostbite and they keep it in a jar behind the bar and there's like a no! shot you can take where they put the toe no. in a shot and you have to like kiss the toe or whatever when you do the shot no okay. no I'd do it if we were I there. think it's been decided yeah. make it so we're going to the Yukon <laughs> Jake's already gagging yeah um, I'm ready let's go or we could do like up. a you know one thing that I, I've since his passing I thought would be fun uh, to do would be kind of like an Anthony Bourdain trail of some of his favorite spots. Uh, And one of his favorite spots that he went to and and I like thought it would be fun too would go be going to Montreal in winter. And he had like, he had the most amazing food and wine and yes, it was cold as shit. Um, But like he went ice fishing. It sounds, it just sounds really fun to me. I have a, I have a contact in Montreal. Let's do it. Chicken, I will not try to speak French or read it. Ooh, laissez les bonton roulet. <laughs> I I would tell them that I've watched enough Fancy Nancy with my kids to Trey Fancy. Ooh, Trey <laughs> Trey Fancy. Have you been keeping up with that guy on TikTok that is working through the uh, the, uh, uh, the the French laundry? F- French laundry. Yeah. I enjoy his that's, stuff, and it's yeah, also good to see like badass. his quality get better. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, Dixie, I would <laughs> say get enormous on your ventures. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. YOLO. YOLO. You YOLO. can't take it with you. Also, like if you don't have kids or you don't have a partner, um, or no, what you do. You have a family and a full-time career. Um, if bring them, and this is where this is where like also self care comes in. If you want to take them with you, awesome. If you don't want to take them with you, figure out a way to have that conversation with you with you know with them. Um, I can understand both. Sometimes it's nice to have a trip alone, and sometimes it's nice to take your family with you. There's no right or wrong answer. It's your mm-hmm. life. All right. Well, let us know how it goes, Dixie. All right, why don't we take a quick little break and we'll be right back with the lightning round. Don't forget to check out AWOL Dance for their Yellow Brick Road show April 21st through 23rd. And thank you, AWOL Dance Collective, for being this week's sponsor. Hey, welcome back to the lightning round. Yes. All right, damn. Perfect timing. This is the part of the episode where we spend uh, one to three minutes on three questions spent between the three of us, uh, oftentimes more. Um, hey, Brandon. Yes, Matt. Oh, I'm going to actually rewind. I was recently informed that our uh, lightning round questions might have been a little too deep. So we're going to lighten it up. Keep it superficial. You ever been in All a right. fight, Brandon? Oh. Nope. Asked and answered. <laughs> All right. No, uh, All right. Well, I, here we go. Super lightning. Snappy. <laughs> hey, Jake. Yeah. You ever, you ever been in a fight? No. I um, I punched somebody once, but it was on the arm because they sacked at me. It was in high school. Ooh, and nice. I expected it to escalate into a fight. And then I realized I didn't hit that hard because I am weak. And that is the end of my story. Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) Uh, I've never been in a fight, never given or taken a punch. However, Mm. the closest I've ever been was probably last weekend. I went to a show. (laughs) I went went to a show at the casino, which is free Mm -hmm. uh, with one of my friends. Uh, to Hell's Bells. It's an all-female cover band. And the best way I can describe... And this was on St. Patrick's Day. The best way I can describe the dudes who came through the crowd to me and my friend, they looked like a shitty, poor Scottish version of Penn and Teller. They were wearing kilts <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. One one dude was big and bald, and the other dude was a little short and had a ponytail. 
and he came in front of our friend Johnny. And if you don't know Johnny, he um, well, he's a he's he's a he's a bodybuilder. And they pushed through me in the back and I was like, hey, dudes, come on. Like this is Hell's Bells. Like it was mostly a geriatric crowd, but it was full. And the dude, the the small dude finally came through and he like he turned around and he like tried to sack tap my buddy Johnny. And I've never seen him come like nose to nose with a person, but they were nose to nose. And I was like, oh, God, it's happening tonight you at the casino. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was intense. It was intense. And I was like, I, I could have sworn I was going to be in my first fight. And uh, it was broken up by some geriatric women. <laughs> they came through. Uh, they came through and they put their hands over our shoulders and go, ah, 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 ah. They even waved, wagged the finger. Nice. And that was it. So strong, strong move. Really anticlimactic ending to a climactic story. You're like, your Medicare is not going to cover this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, I think I could probably pick these out, but we'll go with it. Hey, Jake, are you, are you a camper or a glamper? Pick them. Pick them. Pick, pick them. You said uh, you think oh, you can pick them out. I think you're a camper. You got me. You know me. Yeah, yeah I like camper. I like I like roughing it. Okay, I'm not sure why you're snickered. Well, it's not like that. Yeah, I said I just I could. I like getting my hair pulled. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> You can't camping or glamping. What do you think? Uh, I'm split on this one. I think you would still like camping. Yeah, I um, I, I'm fine with camping, but I, I honestly, I, I think I would prefer glamping. But uh, yeah. can we define glamping real fast? I would say I think I think I know it's like above. yurting, right? Okay, yeah. Or like cabining, like you have access to a shower and maybe a. Yeah. Bathroom. Yeah. I'm definitely a glamper. Like I we grew up camping and tents and everything, and I also know my family. It's just the path of least resistance to just <laughs> we're gonna glamp. Yeah. Anyway. That's, yeah, I think that's I think that's that's fair. I, I mean both are fun though. Well, no. Uh I, I would say that glamping is is also fun and it's also like the majority of camping that i've done is is uh, what i would call glamping which is with like a an, an accessible bathroom and would a you know, like running a, water rv be considered glamping yeah. yeah yeah so i wouldn't say that having an accessible bathroom is glamping because you can pop a tent anywhere in a like a a local Park, park or yeah sure but they do have like <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for that one uh, but <laughs> but they uh but they have you know they have bathrooms they have fire pits they have stuff but like glamping would be like you're 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 staying in a structure outside of a can i can't gotcha. even say canvas gotcha sure that's what a tent is but yeah i don't know that i've have you guys ever yurted Yurt, yeah. yurted. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've, I've only, I've always seen it available, and I've never actually done it. And it looks really. I stayed lovely. in a, mm-hmm. I stayed in a yurt the weekend Osama bin Laden was killed. Oh, that's the only time I've ever done it, and it was like memorable event because it was me and Kara were dating at the time, and it was like our first like trip away. Oh, that's nice. Was like, hey, Osama bin Laden died. <laughs> so you haven't been in a Brandon, while. So you're, uh, you're hurting for a yurtin. <laughs> oh no <laughs> Brandon where were you when Osama Bin Laden was killed uh, I don't remember where were you what, when the world what year was together? it was it like 2009 or something it must have been 2009 yeah or 10 no it was at least 11 or above well I know I was fleeing his compound uh, because they broke into <laughs> Sure, 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 sure. And, uh, uh, and you're was, like, not today. <laughs> uh, it was 2011. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, May 2nd. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Duh. 
Duh. Remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, well, I, I do too. I, I was in, uh, I was in, uh, uh, in Manhattan uh, at a cafe called Cafe Jeton. And uh, this douchebag runs in and, and he's like, hey, hey, drinks on me. We killed Osama Bin Laden. And I was like, man, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we had just spent a lovely day at the Oregon Vortex. Ooh. And <laughs> we came back and had a we had a a a, a big fire in our in our pit and mm-hmm. just kept going. It was a big, big bonfire that night. Now tell me that is a little bit country. It's a little bit country. I like it. Brandon, where were you? I don't remember. Well. Just doesn't seem very American to me. That's all. Yeah. Question. We'll send this off to the government. See if they have any I'm questions. I'm not gonna for you. say on record where I was. No, I <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You'll see it in my memoir coming out. Ooh, yeah. memoir. <laughs> I was uh shooting him right between the eyes is what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Seal team six. <laughs> um all right. This is there's oh, no man. good segue for the next question, so we'll move nope. on to the next question. Hey Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tapas or pasta? <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect segue. Um you know, ah, tapas are fun, but pasta, gosh, I just can't get enough of it. It's great. And also, pasta, I always like the word pasta, like makes me think of like European pasta. But like I've been fucking with some noodles lately from from you know uh, the East, like um, Chinese and Korean and Japanese noodles, drunken noodles. Holy mm-hmm. shit! I I I love it. It's so good. Anyway, so yeah, pasta. <laughs> Sorry, pasta. Deal. Jake or uh, Brandon? Uh, is this being asked because you can rearrange the letters to spell either one? <gasps> That's I not true. Is realize it? that. <gasps> Um, pasta. What the? Anyway, uh, what are yeah, those we got called? Nicholas Cage over here making sure. Oh, what What are those called? Anagrams? Yeah. Um, you know, no palindrome. Oh no, that's different. a palindrome is the same backwards as is it is forwards. Backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anagram. I think, and I don't know, but anagram. Um, yep. Sure. <laughs> Shut up. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yes, fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would probably say uh, pasta. I. <laughs> yeah. There's a short answer for going off on a tangent on anagrams and acronyms. <laughs> oh, well, actually, uh, pasta. All right. I'm going. I'm going pasta too, only because I had a bad. Ex- Here's the thing. Well, we talked about tapas last time, or not last time, a couple of episodes before. I like the idea of tapas, mm-hmm. but I hate the idea of sharing with somebody who's potentially more hungry than you are. Yeah, you you like you like tapas, but not splitting the check out of tapas. No, restaurant. well, I, I'll split the check, but if you eat more. You're gonna be you're gonna be split in the bigger side. All right, and I did, I did, I had a bad Wait, experience so- at Tapas once, where like you order a you, there's a table of six, and they bring you four things, and it's like, okay, there's two people that aren't gonna even eat this thing, right? Yeah, and it's like, sweet. Well, now we have to order not twice as much, but potentially three times as much. It's like, oh god damn it. I just mm-hmm. just get a big thing of pasta and then we're all full. Yeah. Yep. Tapas in theory are good. I agree. Or just yeah. that. It's just uh, theory. I think yeah, maybe tapas is fine if you're on a date. Just like gravity. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Tapas are good for a first date because nobody ever wants to be put on the spot, and then you'll get the most. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's an interesting tactic. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see you, Matt. <laughs> Anyway, that does it for lightning round. Oh, that was better than Again, mine. <laughs> don't hit the wrong button.
Uh, yeah, well, it would be a fart. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank that was you Red. for listening. A special thanks to Rebecca and Dixie for this week's questions. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.